class is now in session. Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we're queer to answer your questions. My name's Cheyenne. I'm Gina. I'm Seb. Today we're going to be talking about U-Hauling, which is this little phenomenon in the queer, specifically, like, it's more of like a lesbian stereotype, but let's start off by defining U-Hauling. Well, not to shout out the actual company, but that's just what has gotten the name for the uh, the phenomenon that lesbians or sapphic people move in together very, very quickly into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking week, not weeks, <laughs> week. Yeah. Like they've read each other's birth chart and they know each other's favorite color and they're like, you know what? what? That's good enough for me. And they just move right in. I mean, if you refer back to our astrology episode, it does tell you a lot about a person. I (laughs) think that knowing that is pretty okay. Are you trying to justify it? it. Yeah. I'm justifying you, Holly. I've never done it, but I'm a huge fan of splitting rent. You've never yeah, U-hauled? <laughs> I've never U-hauled. I've never dated a woman. This is my I'm first time actually U-hauled. I've U-hauled with a man. I've never U-hauled with a man. That's brave because of you. my taste in men. Well. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> uh, my taste in men is very much afraid of commitment. So. Yeah. <laughs> Do either of you have any you. theories for like why U-hauling is such a big um phenomenon it's any such a huge stereotype typical so exactly yeah. but I think what is what is your stereotypical it's, just, uh, it's so stereotypical that literally at san francisco pride this year they opened pride with three u-hauls <laughs> and then a troop of lesbian bikers <laughs> my friend and i we that made you tear up crying we yeah, cried a little bit. i don't know why but like we were literally that's like, never cries i don't cry we were like I'm so happy for them. <laughs> I don't. I don't Let's know. See. We were both on our period. Anyways, yeah. Back to the topic at hand. Why I think like some. Stereotype? I, I think some people would say that because women are the people who like commitment. Like if you're going, mm. st- this is the stereotypical answer. Mm. This isn't. Yeah. I think that if you go by gender stereotypes, quote unquote, men are afraid of commitment and women love commitments. Women are like, I love you. Let's move in. I think Mm -hmm. overall women are just better at communicating their feelings. And so you can progress faster. Mm -hmm. I don't always think that you hauling is a good idea, but if your relationship's going to end up there anyway, I think sometimes we just have a way of kind of putting everything on the fast track. Yeah. 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 And And my theory behind it is that like, women are disproportionately like paid lower I was literally just gonna say that yeah yeah like and then like rent is so high it just like Mm -hmm. makes sense it makes sense someone yeah um when you're both making less whereas if you have like Uh a male partner you know they might not need to like move in with you to save money and like they might not want to like Gina said mm-hmm. because of the commitment thing not that like I haven't ran into a million queer women who are afraid of commitment because I have True. um but even my ex who was like very avoidantly attached and like afraid of commitment still wanted me to move in and I was like we're not moving in together anytime soon no that's yeah. not happening and I always make jokes that I'm like anyone want to get in a relationship and like move it together mm-hmm. and even though it's a joke if I was in a relationship and I just felt connected to that person deep enough that I was like I could flip the rent on that one bedrooms yeah like I could do that and then we're both saving money yeah at what point is it no longer u-hauling one of our questions and it says is moving in after seven months u-hauling like where's the line where it's no longer u-hauling I don't think seven months is u-hauling I feel like you I mean obviously also it's like dependent on your own opinion I don't know is it weird for a straight couple to move in together after seven months 
I don't think it is See, for if straight couple it's not either. Hauling, I, don't I think, yeah. I don't know, because I, for me, I think it is, but maybe that's You just think like, seven months is too soon? I think like three months or earlier is U-Hauling, or maybe even four, but like less anything than after six that, months, you're kind of in U-Haul-ish yeah. territory, less yeah. than three, mm-hmm. you're there. For, there's no question. Yeah. 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 That's uh, the boat I'm in. And I was like, I am never, I've lived with two partners. I'm 27. And I've lived with two different partners for at least a year for both of them. And mm-hmm. I was like, I am not moving in with anyone for a very long time. Like at least a year, like a year. Like I don't want to move in with anyone. I don't want to be entangled with them in that way. And then here I am. I pretty much moved in with my girlfriend, like <laughs> about a month after we started dating. It's like when we, when I officially moved in, but actually like, sooner than that yeah is that Um, the shortest you've u-hauled yeah I like was kind of I don't know I kind of u-hauled with my ex but like I feel like we had better boundaries and I didn't move like as much of my stuff over until like the six like no actually like even like nine month period so yeah this is definitely the fastest I've moved in with anyone but this is also like the first relationship I've been in where I've been like yeah I want to be with this person long term so it like yeah even though I was like very scared to move in with anyone I like feel very secure in this move even though I know it is very soon and very stereotypical of me but like I feel like it's a good decision for both of us yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so I've you hold three times and I stand by two out of the three actually (laughs) okay um the first time I ever you hauled I didn't do it on purpose and it was with a man and it was with the mistake and it was because Mm -hmm. he lived with his parents and so like he just kind of started like sleeping over every night and then keeping stuff there and looking back this happened on our third date (gasps) that's so soon uh yeah that should have been a red flag I mean there were tons of red flags that I ignored and I traumatized myself that way yeah so that wasn't that wasn't good so that was the shortest I've ever done and I would never do that again obviously how long did you end up living together like the whole um, time like I say like he started he it? started sleeping over like every night after three days and then he moved out a year and four months later wow. I'm kind of in the same situation where I was living with my mom and stepdad and then I like was house sitting for my girlfriend well, I was cat sitting for my girlfriend while she was dog sitting and then I just kind of moved more stuff over and more so stuff over and never left. yeah like, we, like had that conversation and it was like we had been seeing each other for two months but Third no, there was, was no like conversation. Intense. He just like stuff just was over, and then a toothbrush so was, was there. And I wasn't you. say I was encouraging it. Probably if mm, anything, yeah. it was not a good time. That <laughs> yeah, so that fun. I don't stand by that. It did not go well. Now <laughs> I u-hauled with my ex girlfriend when I moved to Arizona, and I had my own apartment. But I was always at her place, so I ended up getting rid of the apartment, moving into her place. I'm gonna say a month and a half. Wow. After meeting in person. Mm-hmm. And so that's, <laughs> we've progressed and added a little bit more time. That how long actually, were you together before that? Like, cause you said meeting in person. So how long were you like? We messed, well, that was when I was moving to Arizona. So we were mm-hmm. like virtually getting to know each other for three months. Okay. I mean, no. that's yeah. different than I like, think you how long about is, 90, is 90 days, three months. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. For three months. Yeah. yeah I, I think I talked about this in the long distance relationship episode. Yeah. And, I remember that. And so we, we've been talking for, I guess like four and a half, almost five months, like four and five months by the time I like moved in. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it mm-hmm. was because she was like, your dog can just stay here all the time with my dogs. And like, why wouldn't I be there if my dog's there all the time? Yeah. You know? yeah. Now my Makes girlfriend sense. has also, you hauled into my place. We met in October, 2020 and she moved in in April, 2021. So about at the six month That's mark. That's reasonable. That's reasonable. We had started officially dating in January. So it was more like mm-hmm. four months of her being my girlfriend. And, mm-hmm. But it was like her lease was up. She was going to find another place. But we also have another be bedroom. And then. No, it wasn't going to be temporary. Oh. It was like she was she, she was just going to find another place because she liked living alone. But then I don't know, for whatever reason, she thought about it and was like, yeah, I'll move in. And my roommate and I live in a three bedroom house. And so mm. she didn't like how you were like, oh, just get a, I'll move into a one bedroom apartment. My girlfriend has her own room. I have my yeah. room. She is her room. I had that actually with my ex as well. I couldn't recommend that more because then you still have your own yeah. space. Like, I don't care if we get married. I'm going to have my room. You're going to have your room. I'm going to decorate it with my cute orange shit. And you can sleep over any night you want. Yeah. Yeah. We have a friend. We have a friend who did that too. That I think that just works nice. Like people like having your own separate space and having that communication where you can be like, listen, it's not on you. I just want to be in my room tonight. Right. It's nice. No, we do have those kind of conversations. And so one of the questions, does it ever not end in disaster? I've U-hauled three times. Two of them did not end in disaster. (laughs) Your second story reminded me, mm-hmm. um, I have you hold with someone else, but we were not dating. It was a girl that I met on Tinder and we went on one date and then she like needed somewhere to live. She was going to like live in her car. Oh. And I was like, honestly, I've thought about doing that before to save money. You should just move in with me. I have like one bedroom. I lived right next door to her work, like literally across the street from her work. I was like, just move in with me. We'll both save money. You know, we can put both of our beds in here and, you know, be roommates. And so she moved in with me and, you know, everything was fine. Um, I did kind of get like the feeling that she was expecting more to come out of that situation. That's not a good situation at all. Yeah. I like, I didn't really like, there were like a few like little signs, I guess, because she said she was considering living with me or this like guy she was kind of talking to, but then she decided to live with me just because I was like closer to work. And like one time we went out together and I remember like waking up and instead of like going to her bed to sleep, she slept in my bed with me and like nothing happened. But like, that was a little strange because like your bed's right across the room. Like I was way drunker than you like there's no reason that and then I like was I ended up dating someone else we broke up and I like immediately started seeing my ex like right after and we had been seeing each other for like a few weeks maybe and suddenly this girl started like packing up all of her stuff Mm. and I was like are you moving out and she was like yeah and I was like okay and that was like the end of that but I feel like she like you know thought she was like next in line or like you know that something was going to happen between us and it didn't so she was like I'm out of here like with no conversation yeah it was very odd but I feel like that's my U-Haul disaster story um (laughs) hopefully the only one I'll ever have knock on wood um (laughs) but yeah that's why you don't move in with someone that you hung out with like twice from Tinder Mm-hmm. even if it's yeah. platonic yeah it's um, a bit much <laughs> do you guys think it's inherently better to go slower that was another question we got I think you should go at a pace that works for your relationship because like I don't feel like my girlfriend when she moved in it was too soon other people might it felt right for us I don't know that's kind of hard because it yeah. depends yeah it and it's hard. like 
yeah it depends on you and it depends like what is fast and what is slow mm-hmm. I know to- my girlfriend and I am not even like moving in together but like making an official like we knew like right off the bat but I like talked with my therapist and she was like you know try and take it slow like spend only like a few days together per week like don't spend yeah. all of your time together um so goes to say that my therapist does not know that we're <laughs> that we're living together already <laughs> but we did wait a whole month to make it official like we did they not did spend every they, day together yeah um we had it like you our were really good at like <laughs> yeah at setting those boundaries with yourself to make sure that you were going too fast which is really good that's something that people especially people who get really intense just understand your levels of intensity and understand that like it's not gonna work every time like other people yeah I don't know like you guys both of you were very intense people so you worked actively to make sure that it didn't happen too fast Mm -hmm. which I think some people just need to know like me I'm pretty chill and like if people don't make things happen, nothing ever happens. Right. So it kind of just depends on who you are as a person. Yeah. Um, do you guys think U-Hauling is toxic, like inherently toxic? If you're not U-Hauling for the right reason, then yes. Like if it's because you want to make sure that they're not sleeping with other people or you're trying to like mm-hmm. monitor their move or go through their stuff or keep tabs yep. on them or you're insecure mm-hmm. so you need them to be around all the time those are red flags and you should not be moving in together exactly. I, so like <laughs> I mean it's hard because I've done it so often and I just I feel like I just defended it but I mm-hmm. also like I don't know that I recommend it it can be toxic I don't know yeah yeah it's knowing that like you said your intentions aren't just I need to know what they're doing 24 7 and they need to be able to monitor them but more like I enjoy this person I enjoy spending time with them and they need a room anyways like that kind of thing yeah yeah I my one ex she like has been in a bunch of relationships and she's you hauled in like every single one so then when she was trying to get me to u-haul and I was like I'm not I don't want to u-haul with you she like just couldn't wrap her mind around it she was like why like you don't want to like make this relationship serious you don't and like she doesn't even live here like she lives in small town Ohio I was like I'm sorry maybe maybe if you lived here and we didn't have a toxic ass relationship or like you live somewhere cool and we didn't have a toxic relationship with a toxic relationship yeah. and small fucking town Ohio that I don't want to live in no like <laughs> it's a yeah. no for me and like I feel like if I had moved in with her to appease her like that wouldn't have been a healthy situation for either of us because it wasn't something I actually wanted to do um yeah. so that's where I think like boundaries come in <laughs> um that would have been yeah. a very toxic situation even if we had waited I mean at that point when she was asking me to move in we had been seeing each other for maybe six-ish months, maybe a little bit less, but we've known each other for years. uh We knew each other for years though. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I just feel like even if it weren't a U-Hong situation, it still would have been toxic. So I feel like you kind of know, but like sometimes people just like want to be loved so badly that they like put themselves in those situations, even though they know it's not the best or to get out of another unhealthy living situation. I know people that have done that and it's just like, it sucks, especially if it's like a capitalism reason, like you can't afford your rent or- (laughs) you can't afford to live anywhere else like it fucking sucks if that's like the situation you get into like I hope everyone who goes through that gets in a healthy U-Haul situation but I don't know like the numbers on that like of how many like what percentage of U-Hauling is healthy versus not listen to how healthy mine was listen to how healthy mine was so my girlfriend my ex-girlfriend broke up with me we continued to live together for six months Mm-hmm. And during those six months, I met and started seeing my girlfriend now. Yeah. 
And she used to sleep over with me at my ex's house sometimes before eventually I wanted to move out just for like, I wanted to live with my roommate and there was other reasons. I was just like ready, but we were some high functioning lesbians. Yeah. (laughs) That's like next level. I Love One of the actually. queerest moments of my entire life was like, that little <laughs> time frame. So yeah. uh, you've done okay. <laughs> yeah. And a question that you sort of answered already. Someone said, I feel like people always shit on you hauling. Have you ever heard any positive perspectives? Does it ever work out? I mean, yeah, I feel like that last situation kind of worked out for you. Mm-hmm. Like I think it wasn't that was a horrible situation. No. And that's because I think we were both very emotionally mature And our breakup was not toxic. Like as far as breakups go, it was really healthy. It was genuinely like she came to me like I care so much about you, but I don't think I'm I romantically where you're at. And that hurt. But I was like, how could I feel malice for somebody who's being so real with me? Mm -hmm. And we really like I mean, there were growing pains, of course. But like looking back, they weren't that bad. We got through it pretty okay, And we're still pretty close. And so like it worked out because of our emotional maturity, emotional intelligence, respect for each other Mm -hmm. and lack of a toxic breakup. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's important. Shout out to my ex. She's great. And I know she's going to be listening. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the ex. Shout out to you. Um, Yeah. I feel like we just like, it seems like it's always shit on because, you know, we're going to, it's the same with like non-monogamy, like people tell more of like the bad stories than the good or like people yeah, don't yeah. really care to hear the pot like oh yeah we you hauled and we lived together happily ever after like that's not a juicy story to like tell to exactly, somebody or like yeah. you know that's or like, like, not, like just wait you like yeah. we'll just wait for the disaster to come right there are totally like the straight couples yeah. that like were like we got married two weeks in and we just had eight yeah right? and we've been happy forever and it's like okay well queer people can do that too it's not limited to straight people like we can make bad decisions that end up being good or we can make Chloe Kardashian married Lamar Odom after nine days so we can (laughs) you all after three months (laughs) yeah exactly so the next question is like is it really that prevalent and how come the reputation of gay men is like casual sex and I like that the person said casual gay sex (laughs) <laughs> any other sex that a gay man is well maybe but anyways <laughs> but gay women's is like moving into quickly I mean stereotypes exist because yeah there's just like patterns but I don't think it's like the rule I don't know what do you think Cheyenne yeah I also think it is just like a pattern of behavior and it might be able to be tri- like I'm not a sociologist I'm not a, <laughs> ga- a gayologist but like we're talking about like the straight men being afraid of commitment okay if we're gonna attribute that to them being men yeah. then it would make sense that gay men would be afraid of commitment and that the gay women queer women are not like it goes back to even like our queer spaces episode where it's like you see mostly men in the gay bars because the women are at home like with our pets like more of like the gay male culture is like partying sex right drugs whatever so I feel like that's why gay men don't have the reputation of you hauling as quickly as lesbians or queer women obviously not all gay men participate in that mm-hmm. side of the culture Same. just like like the way that there are women who are like where's lesbian grinder there are yeah. men who are like who just wants to settle down and you know yeah. you all with me mm-hmm. yeah it, it's just a huge stereotype you know like everything's stereotyped and everything's boxed into little boxes because that's mm-hmm. how like society works is we have to put people in little boxes or else we're like no 
mm-hmm. what's going on you know so like society will crumble yeah yeah so it's kind of just another stereotype that gets put on and I don't think it's a bad one it's kind of silly and goofy yeah. especially if you really get down to like the meat and potatoes of it all you get down to the bones of it it's like sapphic women just fall in love very quickly and they want to be close to the people that they are in love with and it can be thought of as kind of pure yeah I think Mm -hmm. stereotypes they kind of come from somewhere but I don't think we should enforce negative stereotypes I don't think you hauling Mm -hmm. is negative like like you said it's kind of fun and light however with gay men I don't think it's good to enforce that they only want casual sex exactly that can be Mm -hmm. harmful especially because it it like takes away some of their humanity the fact that they want to mm-hmm. connect like sex, sex is meant They're for people. intimacy like that's yeah. literally what mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. and I think to say that that's the only thing that they want is is a harmful stereotype so mm-hmm. you know yeah. the other side but of the I coin is think- good exactly mm-hmm. yeah and then going back to like the sex and the intimacy talking about that reminded me I'm pretty sure I don't know if I was reading it watching a video it was something about how in people who are assigned female at birth they when they have orgasms like you're oxytocin and like mm. the bonding hormones like more of those are released so like that what kind of explains why queer women you know tend to make those bonds and like they're like st- stronger and like more intense and like faster I guess than yeah um, and we'll probably you know, get into this topic especially in our casual sex episode because I feel like that's why some like you were saying like some things get so intense some relationships because of this like oxytocin bonding I don't know thing. if it's specifically oxytocin but I Something. think that's like part of it yeah, yeah. I'm not we'll, a we'll do I'm not a gayologist like brain I said but <laughs> maybe someday we well yeah it's all these little brain chemicals you're right Gina we'll I'm smart these little bitches floating around in our brains little <laughs> doing shit to us. particles <laughs> up there all right y'all let's take a little break let's take a break let's take a break Okay, we are back. We've got some more U-Haul questions. So what should someone do if they've U-Hauled after three months and realize it was too soon? Oh, no. Um, well, first off, have either of you experienced, I mean, not to like throw some shade out there, but have either of you done, I mean, Gina, you were telling us about the mistake, but maybe. I wasn't, I wasn't regretting it until month maybe seven yeah did you have a conversation about it no our relationship went downhill I will say (laughs) that like when I knew I want to break up with you the fact that he was going to have to move out was a big factor Mm -hmm. because I felt horrible yeah being like you have to go back to your parents after like this year of independence and freedom Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I've been there I don't know I was Mm -hmm. freaking out when my ex was breaking up with me because I was like do I have to move out I Mm -hmm. don't want to have to pay for like a deposit and all this stuff so it Mm -hmm. it is like anxiety inducing because it's logistically you've to Mm -hmm. they say that moving is one of the most like biggest life experiences that causes stress more yeah. so than yeah. some other really big ones. I forget. I'm, you know, don't quote me on this shit, but I know. No, that but there's I, like moving grief. I think it's like worst. just as stressful as grief. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Which it makes huge. sense. Not I helping, feel like there I? are. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're like, you're no, grieving. You're grieving your relationship <laughs> and you have to find somewhere to go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anywho, yeah. I think back to the question. I think there are kind of two perspectives on this because what should you do if you realize it was too soon? There are two different ways I could take this question is 
one, are you realizing it was too soon, but you still want to be with this person? Or two, are you realizing it was too soon and also it causes strain? Do you stay yeah. and Do you wanna deal end with it? the issues? Unfortunately, I kind of think if you've moved in together and then you realize it was a mistake, your relationship probably isn't going to make it. That's yeah. exactly. That's I'm, what I'm sorry. Too, yeah. Because I think like, does that go down to the root of that's your whole relationship? Yeah, I was going to um, say about that is that if you, you hauled and then you realize it was too soon I feel like that's kind of on you to find a new place to stay like it's kind of a dick move to just kick them out uh-huh. if they can de- afford that place by themselves like there's a lot yeah. of like nuance that goes into the situation yeah it's definitely it's just hard issue. because it's like your money like it's your space mm-hmm. That you're it's your money, it's so your space, sucks. it's your love life, it's all tied up into one. I mean, mm-hmm. what you really should do is whatever's gonna create the best space for you, even if it's hard, and you should also learn your lesson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and understand to not make that mistake again. But, yeah, I don't think it's yeah. for everyone, especially if you know you haven't gotten to know people enough. Like my girlfriend and I had a lot of like very intimate conversations very early on, but there are a bunch of people that I talked to that like I barely got to know and would not feel comfortable moving in with at the I, like time I moved in with my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And I get that. I was with someone for three years and I feel like I barely knew them. You know, like mm-hmm. it just depends on the person and the type of relationship. Cheyenne, before yeah. you moved in and you were having those conversations, did you talk about your like personal habits and things that might clash? Yeah, a little bit, I think. Like we talked about what um, like chores we like to do and don't like to do. So like she cooks all the meals, I do the dishes. We like kind of share the laundry. Like there are like certain things that she does versus what I do. And like, we're both more homebodies, but we like to go out and like do things sometimes, but we like prefer to stay in. Whereas I've dated people in the past who like want to go out all the time or like want to go do stuff. And I'm like, I'm tired. I'm not leaving. I'm not getting ready to leave the house if we're going to be gone for 20 minutes like I want to go out for hours if I'm you know leaving the house I'm leaving the house like I is what we do. am yeah I'm not like a little like 20 minutes and then come home girly uh, <laughs> yeah. so yeah we kind of like had those conversations and talked about things we liked and disliked about living with like other partners because mm. we li- both lived with other partners things like that yeah my girlfriend it, and I okay. our biggest concern was the temperature like she likes <laughs> yeah. to be in an ice box and I mm-hmm. like to keep the house at a sensible 74. And um, so I would- 72 or bus. <laughs> I want to bring back the questions. So Sev, I know you said that you felt like you didn't know your ex enough to like have lived with them. Mm-hmm. How do you communicate that you don't want to U-Haul at all without offending anyone? Like, how do you say like, that's not an option for me? The issue with- <laughs> that is that I still did want to move in with them (laughs) Um, you didn't right no because he didn't want to because he would rather live in his parents so how did he communicate to you that he didn't want to and did he offend you um so (laughs) I feel like I'm not good to answer this because he never would straight up say I do not want to move in with you it was always a stipulation of like when we first started dating Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we were in college when we first started dating and he was like, okay, once we like get more established, you know, have good jobs. And I was like, duh. And then he kept wanting to get a job as a server. And he was like, oh, when I'm a server, I'm going to make bank. Like, I'm going to make so much money. So when I'm a server, we can move in together. And I was like, okay, bet. So then he became a server (laughs) and we still hadn't moved in together. 
and I would like say it every so often like yo we've been together almost three years like do you want to move in together and finally when I decided I'm not waiting on you anymore I'm gonna move in with some friends then by that time he had already decided he wanted to break up with me anyways so yeah so basically what we're saying is so basically excuses yeah Yeah, I would have just preferred if he had been upfront about it my whole thing was like I felt like if I were to bring things up it would just be stupid Mm. you know like I didn't feel comfortable bringing things up or trying to communicate because I felt like it wouldn't Mm -hmm. be received well anyways I feel like that's a a big difference with like queer women who end up Uh, moving in together is like you have to like be good at communication to like Mm -hmm. even get to that level I would hope I mean I feel like there are some people who can't communicate who do move in together very soon Mm -hmm. but I feel like the majority of us it is like because we're having those like deep ass like yeah yeah exactly and it yeah like it would have just been easier to communicate and be like this is the reasons why because on in my in my brain I was like we both live with we were young we both live with our parents we both want to get the heck out of our parents house we had been together for a couple years at that point and in my mind I was just like well it would make sense but since there that wasn't communicated yeah in his mind it was like this is intense and if we move in together we have to get married yeah so it kind of like it's easier said than done but do you think you Mm -hmm. would ever u-haul or do you think you would be you know like this person who asked this question and be against it I don't know because not to tie astrology into like literally everything we talked about but I'm <laughs> not like we always do that <laughs> I am a Capricorn sun with but a you Capricorn are Sagittarius stellium. moon and I am a Sagittarius moon but I do have more Capricorn placements than Sagittarius yeah. placements mm-hmm. which yeah. means that even though I'm chaotic I very much have rational thought behind everything that I do mm-hmm. and if I make snap decisions I just end up like getting in this whole like circle of anxiety you know I I had a realization a minute ago I said I've you on three times I think it was four um (laughs) please tell the story of the fourth time in college (laughs) my we I don't know if you can go you hauling because my college boyfriend and I still had our own places and we had end dates because there were semesters but the first semester Mm. we started dating he absolutely was sleeping in my place all the time had toothbrush clothes there and then the next semester I was at his place all the time and I feel like so that's I like light you hauling like a it light- was I agree <laughs> but I also think I have to admit I think I'm the problem here I'm at least <laughs> the pattern so. why do you think you're the problem because oh, if I pattern. look at my serious relationships I've you hauled with 75% of them <laughs> I mean yeah. I don't think it's always a bad thing because they weren't all like bad experiences yeah, actually, really exactly was. I don't think yeah I, I still really like that guy the college guy he's great so yeah uh, yeah no shade to me there and we weren't living together when we broke up actually we right you know, I had graduated and then I got my own place like yeah, kinda, yeah. You know, and I feel like having that like backup of like having your own place still yes. makes it like not as like an intense of a decision versus like moving across the country we loved being non-committal that was kind of our whole relationship yeah yeah Yeah. something common that we haven't brought up yet is like this ties into the long distance episode because the solution to not have that 
distance, that long mm-hmm. distance is simply just move in together. Yeah. But that could be one of the answers to our last question. Why can't we stop you hauling? Why like, can't long we distance. stop you hauling? Long distance is one answer. Like, because yeah. queer people tend to do long distance more often, which mm-hmm. then leads to U-hauling more often. That's one answer. I don't know what my problem is because I just you hauled <laughs> no matter whether I was in a gay or a straight relationship. I feel like another reason why we can't stop you hauling is because like who doesn't want like a hot woman or non-binary person in their bed all the time instead of just like once yeah, who doesn't want like yeah. literally if you think about it you're just starting to date this person you're madly in love who wouldn't want to move in with them you get right. to wake up to them every day yeah like it's it's with them and have meals with kind them of it's so nice beautiful and it's yeah. nice but I think it's not a negative thing yeah. there are like lots of different reasons why someone might u-haul and I don't think we necessarily have to stop but some people might want to pump the brakes a little bit yeah. we're pro u-haul if it's a healthy move mm-hmm. for you yeah and your partner yeah but I think like yeah. two dates in a weekend two weeks in like you're probably not gonna know if they're like an abusive piece of shit or like yeah when I a horrible on a third date, that didn't work out for me yeah I yeah I think from your perspective it cannot be toxic but if you don't know the person enough mm-hmm. you motives. don't know what perspective they're coming from or their motives so mm-hmm. yeah. it could accidentally be toxic which is why we don't want you you hauling with someone in the first week <laughs> know the person very 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 well and honestly like I've read that the honeymoon phase can last anywhere from six months to two years so you might not see like all facets of them before that two-year mark and like two years that's not really you hauling like lots of people move in together before the two-year mark right. um but also like living with people someone get married shows before the two-year mark those straight yeah. out there asking for rings <laughs> after a year Oh, I know. Gay women do that too, though. I but know. Like, yeah, definitely straight women. Are you asking are for a ring shot? Is that what you're trying to say? I I plead the fifth. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, <laughs> I think our official advice or our official stance is you hauling isn't bad. We're pro you hauling. Pro you hauling. Healthy. If it's a healthy so, relationship yeah. and you actually think about it, we're anti you hauling. <laughs> if it's toxic or if it is you know, in that too quick timeline, we've decided. Talk to your therapist about it. And there are a lot of other ways to U-Haul. There's Penske, there's FedEx. There's just kidding. (laughs) Why did we pick U-Haul to be the official sponsor of lesbians? I think it's just a quick name and it's the most common truck you see. I don't know. Maybe they did have some sort of like affiliation, like how Subaru, they did like subtly market to lesbians in like the nineties. I like that they haven't tried to separate from the trope. Like, oh yeah, no, they- Fully they're kind of okay it. with that being their brand apparently mm-hmm. yeah they're like really yep. into it actually i'm here for that good for you all good for you you <laughs> thanks we you all. <laughs> i enjoyed yeah. this episode yeah if you're liking the podcast it would really help us out if you could rate and review and give us some feedback we also for would sure. really appreciate if you could follow us on all of the socials you can find us anywhere at sapphic survival guide except for twitter which is at sapphic survival um seriously we really want to hear from you we love the engagement we've been getting so please don't be afraid to message us especially with questions we're always posting question boxes for future episodes please dm us even if we don't have those up we want to hear from you what kind of topics you want us to cover what questions do you want us to answer 
reach out to us. A great way to do that is through our Patreon. So you can go to patreon.com slash Sapphic Survival Guide for so much bonus content. Uh, you can also email us Sapphic Survival Guide at gmail.com. Heck yeah. And just a reminder that it's always anonymous, but uh, we'd love to hear from you. We got you. So yeah, thanks for joining. If you would like to follow us personally on social media, I'm Sev. My Instagram is at seven dot months. It's all spelled out. So no number seven. My Instagram is at seven months, no period in the middle of that. And then my TikTok is lucky.sev. Yeah. And I am on Instagram at Gina Finio on TikTok at Bisexual Gina. You can go to my website, ginafinio.com, and you can listen to um, Hello wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like Jersey Shore. And you can find me, Cheyenne, at Hot Mess Fan on every social media platform you could possibly think of. <laughs> Class is now dismissed. Bye. Bye.